Welcome to a fun-filled, exciting edition of Grubbing with Swan. I'm your host, Dave Swan, and today's guest is Dustin Wilfert. We talk about a f- couple different things about us being in a sketch together or a web series, however you want to talk about it. And we also enjoyed some food. It was tasty. It was delightful. It was fish tacos. Yep, blackened fish tacos. I picked up some tilapia, threw it into the uh, good old-fashioned pan, and sautéed it with some coconut oil. It was tasty. Enjoy. Gluten-free sauce, no dairy, no weed. You love that gluten-free sauce, though, don't you? I mean, there was a time in my life where I steered I steered heavily away from gluten. That explains. Well, it, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't terribly long ago. It was when I was... That explains why you're half my size. It wasn't like a fucking, I made a conscious choice for the first 20 years of my life. So and normally, like normally look unhealthy. <laughs> That's just the emaciated look and the fact that I eat your food and I don't know where else I was going to go with that. I don't know. What we're having is actually fish ta- <laughs> Cajun fish tacos. Mm. I got some avocado on there. Pretty much every avocado, oh, wow. aside from the two that I had today, were perfect candidates for a sock party. <laughs> oh, these are good though, Swan. That's some bomb avocado. Spicy as shit, dude. Jesus. Is that the hot sauce? No. That's the one without the hot sauce. Fuck. <laughs> no, I put some hot sauce on both. Mm. That's good though, dude. Not bad. Well, yeah. It's using Carolina Reaper peppers. Carolina what? Reaper pe- do, do you even know what that is? Or did you just read it off the label? No, no, I know what that is. Okay, please, explain to me. The one reaper of the, pepper. One of the, the top, flavor profile. One of the top three hottest peppers. You can't prove that. Yeah, I Google can. that right now? You Google it right now. Okay. Today's guest is Dustin Wilford. You might see him in the upcoming small parts <laughs> as, as my love interest, and we share no scenes together. That's about the only place to see me. <laughs> and or if you show up at Swan's late night, anytime Monday through Thursday, I try and be here between the hours of 2 and 4 a.m. Really? To make, well, yeah. That always explains a lot of weird stuff. That... I just hang out in the bathroom and masturbate furiously mm-hmm. while weeping. Like what was I looking up? Reaper peppers? Reaper peppers. Yeah. How do you spell reaper? R-E-A-P. This is why I work at a restaurant. <laughs> reaper... Peppers. Yeah. Alright. This is what happens when you don't trust me. It's just certified as a well. God damn it. <laughs> it's like right there in the opening. You said top three though, right? Yeah, because I wasn't sure if Scorpion were above it or not. Let's see. Cultivated. The Carolina Re... Okay. Bred in Rock Hill, South Carolina Greenhouse by Smokin' Ed Curie, proprietor of the Pucker Butt Pepper Company. <laughs> Uh-oh. This is going to end badly <laughs> for me. Pucker Butt Pepper Company. In Fort Mill, the Carolina Reaper has been certified as the world's hottest chili pepper by the Guinness World of World Records since August 7, 2013. Guinness World World of Records? World World, world of Records. I've been drinking since. I was going to say noon, but that was only 45 minutes ago. And you were on the, the buzz at all times. So yeah, I get it. You probably <laughs> just brown banging it. Actually, had a very intense conversation with former gangbanger turned born again Christian. His name was Kevin, and we talked about Jesus Christ and why I've been so sad for the last two years. That is not a lie. I believe that. And 
one of those intense conversations where they stare like like into your soul. No break in eye contact, dude. And he blinked twice in thirty minutes. I counted it, and we just talked about Jesus and why I'm so sad. Mm. And apparently, all I have to do is devote my life to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and attend his new Bible study that he's starting up. Which I, I, I kind of want to go to that. Well, <laughs> I gave him your name and number. He <laughs> asked for mine, so it shouldn't be too bad. Holmes, you gotta believe in the Lord and Savior Jesus Christos. A, he was Asian, so that was basically racist of you. Oh, I I fully admitted to people before I'm racist. What was uh, what was that accent you just did though? It's a gangbanger. Oh, wow. Good. Well done. I didn't realize they, they hail from one part of the country and they are not mutually exclusive to how they let people in. Oh, I assume you were doing... You were downtown. Ah, uh, you do live in K-Town, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it could have been a K-Town gangbanger. He said he got his, his face smashed in. That's never good. By... A fellow gangbanger who was tripping. Ah. You know, like, maybe you just need better friends as opposed to, I don't think gangbanging is necessarily the problem. What, the guy do trip, fall, yeah. smash in his face? I assume that was, uh, or took high amounts of psychoactive elements and mm. tripped his face off and somehow smashed some other guy's face off. Like the movie with... Nicholas Cage, John Travolta, I want to take your face. But there's no oh. smashing that, and that's a cinema classic. But there were psychoactive drugs taken when by an FBI agent. When? Were there? I have a- it was when he was undercover. That's when he was like, I want to take his face off. <laughs> oh, that's right. Well, wasn't that Nicholas Cage? It was John Travolta as Nicholas Cage, but Nicholas Cage is pretending. <laughs> okay, wow. Yeah, if you haven't seen that movie in a minute, how would you explain the plot of that film to someone? Someone who you know has a subpar intelligence, or is at least less smart than you are. I'm explaining it to you, then. Okay, A, you're a cunt. <laughs> well done. B, explain the plot. Assume I'm a grandmother, 78, 80 years old. I know who Nicolas Cage is, I know who John Travolta is. Alright. But you have to explain Face Off to me. Go. Nicholas Cage plays a terrorist okay. slash anarchist, and John Travolta is a family man FBI guy, mm-hmm. or like some sort of agent. I don't remember which agency it was, but I'm assuming since it was on U.S. soil, it was probably FBI. And uh, he catches Nicholas Cage's character, but in the process of catching him, he's been also chasing this guy. For years and knows everything about his life in and out. Catches him, but in the process of catching him, he ends up going into a coma. Not John Travolta's character, but Nicolas Cage's character. And they find out that the anarchist character. How's he going into the coma? Uh, he ends up getting. I don't want to ruin that. <laughs> I remember how. I'm not going to ruin it. But, anyways, he ends up in a coma. His brother, who's a little special. Is in the in a prison. Whose brother? Nicholas Cage, the anarchist. Okay. Her. And they find out that there's a bomb placed somewhere, 
but they don't know where it is. The only person who knows is his brother, but they have to figure out a way that his brother won't tell because he's not going to do anything unless the anarchist tells him what to do. So since the FBI agent knows so much about this character, this anarchist, he, they find this experimental procedure where you can take somebody's face <laughs> off <laughs> and put it on yours. So what they did was, while he's in the coma, they switched faces. <laughs> wait, wait, okay, see, and that's where you're going to lose 90% of your grandmas. I don't know why I'm a female in this scenario. But. Why are you also assuming grandmas have a subpar intelligence? I'm not. I'm just, they don't have the level of comprehension for this sort of thing that I think you or I would. My grandma saw it was in theaters it's, 20 years ago. Well, okay. It is an I'm old just, movie. I mean, that's, that's very true. I guess I am dating myself with that. Okay, but no, continue because that's that's the easy part up to this up to this point. All right. So while he's undercover, so they give they give John Travolta Nicolas Cage's face. Mm-hmm. And while, but do they also give Nicolas Cage? John Travolta's face. No, they put John Travolta's face in a jar, and I am sweating profusely because of this Carolina Reaper. Yeah, you are. I just know it's like the little dab running down the... It's Niagara Falls right now, right? Yeah, dude, it's, it's impressive, actually. Um, so what ended up happening is, while, John, while the FBI agent is undercover, the anarchist wakes up and finds out what happened, but only a few people knew about this whole procedure to try and keep it so no loose lips sank the ships. Okay. When the FBI, when the anarchist woke up, he killed the people who knew it after getting John Travolta's face. So they don't guard him. Like, they just take his face off and just leave him in the opera room like, yeah, he's fine. Like, he's in a coma. Yeah. People come out of comas. If he's this fucking national terrorist, should we have a little bit more security on him? Not on the other side of the door. Okay. He did something. Okay. I don't remember what he did, but he did something dirty. Okay, so then he has John. So then he wakes up somehow with no face, and apparently and puts himself no in. drowsiness from the coma or the narcotics that he was. And he put knows on. just about as much about John Travolta's life as John Travolta knows about him. Oh man! So he puts himself in John Travolta's life and starts fucking with. How does he wake up and figure out what's going on? Because he sees his face is off. And he just assumes, ah, John Travolta took my face, put it on his face. I bet John Travolta's face is somewhere around here. I'm going to go ahead and sew that fucker right up on mine and just go ahead and go to the party. And that's what he did. And he could eat a peach for hours. (laughs) I remember when that came out, dude. That was like the pinnacle of cinema. For like probably about four months. I can tell you right now when it came out. Can you? Yes, I can. Oh, please elaborate, Swab. Oh, I thought you were gonna tell me off the top of your head. No, why would I do that? Is this a special edition issue you have, or is this just the regular? This is just the regular. (laughs) Somewhere over here. We might we might have to actually go. Do the look up online. You do you, man. I'm just trying to work my way through these tacos. This sauce is so hot, dude. This Reaper sauce is goddamn brutal. 
And that's the reason I asked you. I hope you like your asshole. Well, I wish I had a funnier statement for that. What did it ever do to you? Let some shit slide a little too soon? My asshole? Dude, I got butt... I had two... I had two bathroom mishaps in the last week. I don't know why you think this is an appropriate dinner conversation, but please go ahead. That's why we're having lunch. This is the last meal I'm going to eat for the day. <laughs> Where can I grab some water out? Uh, in the pitcher in the fridge. Yeah. So, last week, all week, well, I knew I needed uh, some more shit tickets. And I was down to that bottom end of the roll, right? Why don't you just take some from work? Like, just supplemental shit tickets. Because mine's better. I'm not gonna... I, can't, I just kept forgetting to go to the store. I live... Target's closer to me than work is. Okay. I'm just trying to... I know. You're trying to be helpful. Poke holes in your logic, but go ahead. So I forgot. I played a shit ticket roulette and lost. Your finger went through? No, no, I just ran out of paper. So what'd you do? Well, I live by myself. I live by myself. Did you bottle out here and grab some paper towel? And I did, my friend. Yeah. Did you drip along the way? Uh-uh. boy. boy. Do you take the pants completely off and then venture forth? Or did you... You did? See, you were smart about it. They said, good thing I live by myself. Yeah, freedom of motion. Mm-hmm. I don't have that luxury. No, you do not. No, Chris works a lot, though, so... <laughs> and Joe tends to stay to his room. <laughs> the sauce is so fucking hot, dude. I told you before well, you put it on. I know, but I didn't... I know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you did. Huh? I would certify this is like, one of the world's hottest peppers. <laughs> if I had to make them something. There's hotter hot sauces, too. I believe that. Is this organic? Maybe. Pretty much everything else we had except for the avocado was. That wasn't organic avocado? No, because all the other avocados were about as hard as a rock. Actually, avocados are one of the few that you can get away with. Because the skin on the outside is so thick. Very rarely does that, um, the pesticides and shit that they put on it permeate to the actual fruit. Ah. At least that's what I was told by the girl I used to date who was spiritual, health nut junkie, and all that sort of shit. And I just took whatever she said as gospel. As one does, because it's easier than dealing with it. Well, I mean, she told me she loved me, and I'm like, well, that's not the best choice you're going to make, but I'm going to let you roll with it, and I'll just trust everything you say for the next two and a half years. <laughs> and that's so, what brought you out here, though. Okay, yes. So aren't you happy? You wouldn't have met me. You know, Swan, I just look at it as a series of, like, agonizing defeats and letdowns. Lemony let series <laughs> Lemony Willies. Destin Wilford's series of unfortunate events. See, that name doesn't even ring a bell. It doesn't even work as well as <laughs> Lemony Snicket. It, it'll no, dude, you. it's... That is what brought me out here. And I did generally dislike L.A. for the first year. You did. I was uh, friends with you for part of it. Mm-hmm. The back end. Actually, yeah, yeah, because we, we would have met in August. Um, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because that's when public school opened, August. Yeah, that's, I was still kind of like, in my, that was like my happy phase of my life. Of being that was there. your happy phase? I know, dude, that's like when I was at like my peak. Now I'm like 10 steps down below that, as far as where I am. Well, you're starting to move up again. I mean, allegedly. I don't know, you're going to things that help you get happier. You know what? I am, yeah. 
I'm just waiting for you to be like, here's a book. Here's- I need you to read it. Here are two things I need you to hold on to tight. <laughs> and let me test you. <laughs> just, just a little extra shock therapy. No, dude. Um, actually, right down the street, I went to the, um, the Alex Theater. Yeah, that's where I lunch for that. I realized when I got off the... Because I didn't take the uh, bus out here before when I went to it. How close you are to that fucking thing. Told you, I'm right by. You're like right down the street. And then you ditched me on our lunch time the next day. No, I did. Yeah. No, I did. I did. But in my defense, I did forget my phone and wasn't able to go home. That's not really giving you defense of... (laughs) Yeah, but I had no way to contact you to let you know I, uh, when I was here for lunch. This is true. Until after. Or at least I told you I forgot my phone because I just horribly insulted. No, I did. I did forget my phone that day. Don't you dare lie to me. I wouldn't. I, wouldn't I, was almost, I almost ran late to bingo because of that. Oh, God. Heaven forbid. I get what paid happened? to host bingo. It's amazing. What's that? I get paid to host bingo and talk for two hours. Yeah. How are the, what's the Septuagint engineering crowd like? Like 70s to 80s, 90s? Pretty much across the board. Is that your new dating pool? Maybe. Does that explain the mustache? Maybe. Is that how they pull them in there? Dude, it's mostly like people all across, like, it's little kids, young adults, people younger than us, older than us. But no one within 20 years of your actual age group? No, all, mostly within, like, five years. I don't believe you at all. I know, every time I tell someone... I think that's what this mustache is. It's like, this is like... You're the you're like the nice guy plumber that shows up, and then the old eighty year old woman's like, "Oh, I guess I can go ahead and smash this." Aside from BJ around. showing up last week, that was the closest I've been to a kid in the last two months. Oh. <laughs> That's why I have this mustache. No one's gonna be like, "Here, hold this for me." I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I just want. I don't think anyone's gonna ask you to hold their kid anyway. But the mustache does help, dude. Kids love me. Do they? They do. Well, you got that clown face, dude. I know, right? They're like, <laughs> Oh my gosh! Did you did uh, you do? Do you ever do stand up anymore? I um, always talk about you like I want to try and do it. Uh huh. And I always say I'll throw you up on a show if you want to do it, and you're like, yeah, I know you will. I um because you stay in touch with me. <laughs> God, you were such a fucking dick, dude. I don't even know why I came out here. I got up at the crack of ten a.m. <laughs> to be out here by noon. To do I, had, I had already been up for four hours, worked out. I did some yoga. That's some of that California shit. Mm-hmm. What's funny is a lot of the California shit, people are like, oh, that's just... I'm like, I was doing it before I moved out here. Did you just pull the hipster card? No, not yes, at all. Yes, you did. You were doing it before all. it was cool. That's oh, literally no, what no, you no. just said. No, I'm, no, not no. Pull, I'm not pulling the hipster card on. I'm just... I'm pulling the... I've got the V-neck coming down to my fucking navel here, buddy. I'm the one who pulls the hipster card. I pull the... Your fucking avocado. All the shit that I do in California really didn't change from me moving out here. From when you were in Ohio? Yeah. You were doing yoga in Ohio? I was. No wonder you moved. Everyone thought you were gay? Well, it was all old ladies and me. Oh, that's perfect. That's right where that mustache comes in, dude. Right? <laughs> See, you go right from old lady yoga to old lady bingo. Everyone's like, oh, girls who do yoga are so hot. I'm like... I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Not the ones I do yoga I'm with Uni- Eunice and Margaret over here, but other than that... <laughs> well, I mean, you shouldn't go to the 70 and up yoga. And then Gertie, she's a little feisty. Dirty Gertie. <laughs> dirty Gertie. You don't even know what Gertie is. Dirty Gertie. I remember there was a girl I did theater with. Um, What's her name? We called, we called her Gertie. Was and that I think actually that had her to name? Be a, no, she was this really... 
I got on with her really well. Um, she was definitely like scenester kind of goth chick. Your alley. Super, yeah, dude. I mean, but she was. Once you got to know her, the conversations were like really just out there and weird and esoteric. Um, but she didn't get along with any of my other friends because they were kind of meatheads and idiots. Present comment. I was. That's exactly why I'm here. You're the only person in LA I talk to. Um, I, I am very broish. I'm a. Bro, I am a bro. <laughs> you. Aesthetically, yes, Swan. And there, there's really no getting around that. <laughs> you are the douchiest looking friend I have. But, on the See, other side... See, I say the same thing the other direction. About me? Yeah. Oh, well, you just need better fucking friends. That's true, too. But... I'm working on it. But no, then you walk into the apartment... Oh, this was the goodbye meal. Th- this was it? This was the goodbye meal. You didn't even have to invite me over. We could have done this via text. <laughs> I could still be asleep right now. You could. But I walk in and there's the there's the bike rack here with the two ten speeds that or twelve speeds or whatever they are that I'm sure haven't been ridden in however long. Fucking samurai swords everywhere. There's two samurai <laughs> swords. Two. Okay. You got baseball bats tucked in every other corner of the house. <laughs> you got your fucking what are these little kettlebells? Kettle. Yeah. I don't know, whatever weightlifting shit you guys do. There's kettlebells there. There's a mace next to it. I used the mace earlier for a workout. <laughs> but then we have some Start Your Own Plants going over here. We got a nice little soda stream, an array of organic foods, sauces, tacos were on point. Told you. So, I mean, you're, you're this mixed bag of, like, new age hippie meets bro. I was described by one Grippy. of... Grippy. I was described as a woke bro. A woke bro? <laughs> <laughs> Someone told me that I go, I'll take it God, even that statement sucks I heard it, I was just like I'm, I've come to terms with being a bro I'm like okay with it I have no, But like, you're not bro, like you don't have bro-ish tendencies dude. Like, I listen your personality to isn't Do you? I do Like And we just had a conversation. Do you actually like? Do you actually like regularly listen to Nickelback though? Like, yeah, they're on one joint. I enjoy. Yeah, them. okay. If it's on, I bought the CD. Do you, oh, for fuck's sake! I actually, you know why I bought Did the you CD? Really? I bought it for five dollars at a record shop in Los Feliz because I was on stage. You can get kicked out of Los Feliz for that. I was doing a show at a record store that's no longer in existence in Los Feliz. <laughs> And I was like, I was opened up the show because I was just dead tired, and I had, I came back from Vegas that day, and I go, <laughs> and I'm like, I say to go, you guys have, you guys are a record store in Los Feliz, and you have a Nickelback CD. I'm like, I'm gonna buy that just right out. I I enjoyed Nickelback. I don't have a problem with it. Everyone there is just like, but I didn't get any clicks. But it's the fact that you pointed it out, and you had to be like, oh hey, here's one thing that isn't like the other. I'm going to buy it because I'm a fucking meathead. I'm okay and with you it. You could have just brought it up. Did you use it during your set? Did you use the Nickelback CD during your set? No, that was it. God damn it, Swan. I was hoping you at least had I also said, I'm like, I get it. I look like the guy who beat you all up in high school. Just, I mean, you do look exactly like that. I mean, mustache and all. <laughs> do you have the Nickelback CD here? Can you find it? It's somewhere. It's, it's the just, one with photograph on it. I, but you don't know where it is at this moment. I have an idea. I don't know what God, you're fucking disgusting. The fact that you even know where it might be. Well, there's only certain places I keep that shit. Dude, you got... It looks like madness, but if you look... It does. Okay, yeah. If you look, there's actually an organization to everything. Yeah, Spider-Man right next to... uh, It's a decoration, motherfucker. Sassy... What is this? 
sassafras eucalyptus bitters that I made. Yeah. Oh, for Hipster real? as fuck, brother. Holy shit. The difference between, I've realized, a hipster and a bro is a bro actually enjoys things because they enjoy them. There's no irony to it. It's just, fuck it. I don't care what you think. I'm going to have fun. A hipster has to think about what everyone else is thinking, and they'll enjoy things ironically. No, I don't. Ah. No, because all you're doing between the division of hipster and bro is putting in conscious thought. Like, you're saying basically on one side of the coin, you can think about it, consciously and objectively look to it, and, or look at it, and then it becomes ironic because you do enjoy it, or on the other side of the coin, you just put no thought process into it at all and just enjoy it because it gives you some sort of joy. Very Dalai Lama. I'm, no, I'm just saying like what you spit out here. I did. I mean, you're but, the one with the fucking, what is this, tree... Sh- it's a dream tree. It's a what? Dream tree. Oh, it's a dream tree? Dream Please, Swan. Tell me more. Mama Swan got it. <laughs> Mama, Mama Swan? Mama Swan. Is it, does that keep your, does that help, uh... I fucking don't bring, know. Bring about better, better quality of dreams in your life? Buddy, I don't even remember. How are the quality dreams. of dreams in your life, Swan? I started to dream again. I remember them a little bit. Yeah? They're getting a little weird. When, when didn't you dream? Uh, most of the last seven years. Yeah? A lot of drinking. Okay, see, on the... I... Drinking never fucked up my dreams. Smoking weed did. I also don't sleep that much. I've really? started to get more sleep. I usually sleep, like, less than four hours a night. Like, four to six hours a night. How do you manage that and still get up early to live your life and do things? Oh, I'm a man. Oh, is that what it is? Apparently, I'm just a little bitch because I can't get up before four o'clock. I didn't say it. I'm not disagreeing with it. I don't know where I was trying to go with it either. I, just, I don't either. I just hold myself. You did. <laughs> but you even did a you did a little short video, a short film, I'm guessing, where you were a comedian. It's kind. Of... Oh uh, yeah yeah yeah. Um, Why are you still back in good old? It was called AA. Oddly enough, it was called AA. Yeah, it was Actors Anonymous. Um, oh, I thought. Oh. No, what the film was is basically it's a AA meeting. Um, it's my buddy Charles. Um, this cat from Grand Rapids, who I went to college with, had been living out here for a while. Um, and when I moved out, wanted to do a short film that he wrote, do festival circuit and shit. Um, but it's a bunch of actors at this that end up at this AA meeting. Oh, cool. Um, and so they all come with these like monologues and these stories they prepared about their drinking habits and their you know quote unquote addiction. And they all start going into it, and then the person who's running the class starts realizing that everyone there is a fucking actor, and then it turns out the person who's running the class is a writer who opened up the group to get some ideas for this piece she's trying to write, so it ends up being this whole, like... It's very meta. It's very meta, it's very hipster, it's very thought-conscious forward. I'm not sure if a bro like you could fully comprehend I don't think it could. what's going on. Then that's what makes it like, basically it's like there will be blood, but for AA. There was a, that was not what I, I saw, much shorter part of it. <laughs> that was nothing, nowhere near as involved. Um, but it was actually a cool little thing. It was a nice little monologue, but yeah, I played an actor trying to get work and... Oh, the one I saw was you being a comic, and like how. Oh shit, that's, that's dark comedy. I... I just have a bunch of films about stuff I want to do in my life that I'm probably never going to achieve. That's why you um, do the acting stuff. No, dark comedy was um, right before I moved out here. 
That's how I was um, like. That was when. That was a while ago. Yeah. No. This was. This was the last thing I did out here in L.A. before I uh, kind of stepped away from the acting shit. Dark comedy was right before I moved out here, um, and that was a short film I had done for a student at Grand Valley State University, um, and he was college I went to in Michigan. Um, basically a comedian who, down and out comedian who's kind of coming to terms with his struggle and like, he's talking to himself in his mirror, in dressing room mirror before the show, going over the set list. You know, it's one all those pre-show jitters and existential crisis you have right before you step out on stage and bare your soul to everybody. Oh, that's why I'm not doing well. I mean, well, I mean, you just need to be funny. That too. <laughs> no, I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. I've seen you perform, dude. Moose Lodge, dude. But why do you do... Why don't you do small bits in between the other comedians coming up? Because you only do, like... Because doesn't typically usually a host do that? We'll do, like, three to five minutes up front and then do a couple, like, little bits sometimes, after each comedian. Sometimes like, they do. Sometimes they don't. I've always hated it when I'm, like, on a show and the host is eating up, like, time in between comics. If you but know, I'm talking like even like when I say like they'll start doing a big bit between. So I've always yeah. my whenever I host, it's always I'm like I'll do my time up front, and then I'll be like, all right, like I'll say something about the comic before, say something about the comic coming up, and then I'll switch them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've always hated it when the co- host goes up in the middle and just like eating up time. Yeah, unless like the person before bombed, and then the next person like. You know, just trying to get the room. Like, oh, hey, you guys. Like, da, da, da. I've never seen anyone bop. No, I have. You don't need to say any names. Uh, no, I fucking like I could remember. Yeah. Um, I've always seen one. Like, really, just like no laughs at all. Like, it just didn't work out. I think I know which one you're talking about. I, it was. Was it one of my buddies who was drinking at the show before? Yeah, uh, he was. <laughs> he was a little sauce, but he handed like a chance. He just went up there and just like, just bit at bit. And I thought it was fucking funny. The room funny. just wasn't. Yeah. Well, that that room just that night was. They were they were fucking. They're starting to get. They're better. like picky and shit. Well, they were like some comedians. They would just latch onto and just really open up like yeah. a pile of fucking laughs. And other ones, if you didn't get them within the first like two or three minutes. I've been trying to train the audience better now. Yeah? Like, now people are there paying attention. Like, I had one a couple weeks ago, or a couple months well, ago. Well, because you started the thing at the Moose Den, right? Like, yeah. they didn't have the comedy thing before you yeah, started Yeah, my friend it. Derek, he was the guest on the only, first one. And how long has it been up? Actually, this is the year yeah. anniversary, but there were three or four months after the first one that <laughs> I didn't do any yeah. shows. But I, because we just had, like, we sure. didn't have a deal worked out after that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we've been doing it again since September, like every week or every month. Every yeah, month. yeah. But yeah, there was one that just—it was after the Oscars. The audience was horrendous. Really? Like, and it was some of the people like just were talking the whole time and just couldn't through the like within the within the comp because I mean the yeah. most is kind of spread out. And if you get over past like the pool tables and shit like no, that, no, like you in can that have area, a conversation and not be fucking anything up. Yeah, they were all talking like no one was paying attention. Oh shit. And it was one of the, I felt bad for all, like, everyone on the show, and it was, it's actually what made me move the show to 8 o'clock from 9 o'clock, was just because that was the time that people were like, fuck it. Yeah. And at 8 o'clock, still, like, people know what's going on now, they're, like, paying attention, they're, like, actively involved in it, but before it was just, meh. But now, I like, I'll go around to the tables, and I'll be like, hey, you guys, just a heads up, a co- show's about to start, 
going to be up there. Thank you guys very much for coming. If you got any questions, just let me know. And <laughs> this month and last month's shows, I'm actually bartending during the show. <laughs> <laughs> of course you are. I was changing the cake last month. <laughs> I would, like, run out from the back to try and get the next green. I helped escort a get somebody out because they were just so drunk. Do they just not have people there? Like No, what happened last month was uh, it was Coachella weekend. Okay. Still had a great turnout for Coachella weekend. No shit. And, uh, we did not at my bar. Right. Like, we've been dead the last two weekends due to Coachella. Yeah. Which has been... Interesting, because I didn't think it would pull that much. It does. Out of downtown, but... I get, yeah. I mean, because you're talking downtown L.A. versus Glendale. Two completely different fucking demographics of people. And the thing about Glendale is that you never know what's... Yeah. Like, sometimes people are just like, fuck it, I don't want to be in Glendale. Just, like, and you just go downtown or go... Because we're close enough to downtown that it's not a problem. But sometimes, like, there's no really rhyme or reason to, like, oh, this is going to be a busy weekend. It was busy last year. Like, now it's just like, maybe? <laughs> maybe? Maybe not? Maybe... But no, so the waitress was at Coachella that weekend, and I was I told uh, I told Derek I'm like yeah sure I'll pick up I'll help you out like if you need help just you know so you don't have to bring someone else on and sure. help out your labor, and he took it as I was helping like I was on the ship like he called me before he goes yo bud I'm running late I'm like uh <laughs> okay I'm like cool what are, why are you calling me he goes because we're working together and I go no. <laughs> Question mark. Okay, I said I'd help. I goes, oh, dude, no worries, it's cool. And then I like I helped out throughout the shift. And then at the end, he goes, you know, just like stay in Hollywood. Clock. I go, yeah, fine, why not? Like, right? And he, go, <laughs> he ended up clocking me. He's like, here's money for the day. Here's, I'm like, well, cool. Shit, dude. So you got. Do, so you, that get paid, was, do you get paid for the the comedy? That was one or of the. That- uh, things that I actually, when Derek approached me about doing a show a year ago, I said, I'm not doing another show if I'm not able to pay the comics on the show. And okay. I'm not paying out of my fucking pocket. Like, I yeah. want to... Foster like, something. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just more like, I want to make sure that everyone's kind of getting paid from something. So I actually built, uh, one of my friends works for a beer company, and I was working on getting a sponsorship at another bar... For a comedy show that didn't work out, and I was like, "Yo, if I can get your beer into another bar, you want to do a sponsor a comedy show?" He goes, "Yeah." So I just made it happen. And now I have another friend who works for a beer company. And I'm gonna try and get them to sponsor another show. Where at? Here and move. Or no, so I think uh, probably on the west side, maybe. Where at on the west side? West side of Glendale or the west side of fucking mm-hmm. LA? West side of LA. Okay. So that way I have two different shows, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do the... I would rather book two shows a month just so I can, like, put more people on. Because it's one of those things that's... And, like, I'm like, oh, shit, I want to put you on. Like, this show's overbooked. Uh, well, the show that just happened when this was released. Yeah. Because uh, somebody might have gotten drunk when they were booking. Oh, that doesn't sound like anyone I would know. <laughs> And the next day, I was just like, oh, I overbooked it. <laughs> you guys can't see it right now, but I'm surrounded by by about quarter full bottles of fucking Evan Williams single barrel. There's a whole, There's all like, shit, a whole bunch of liquor. I don't know who would be getting drunk and doing their booking right here. Every <laughs> one of these bottles 
is at least open, and most of these have been tackled pretty hard, Swan. Do you know what's kind of funny about all those bottles, buddy? What's that? You've had them less than a week, and you got a problem, and you don't talk about anyone with it? <laughs> no, all those bottles I've had for over a year. I don't believe And they've you. been around that level. Yeah? Yeah, I don't... The only reason I ever have booze at home is to work on a drink I'm working on. Okay. You don't drink at home when you're just... Like, I mean, not excessively? No, I don't. Really? At all? No shit. Like, if I have somebody over and they want a beer, I'll have a beer with them, but it's just, like, you how you came in, you go, oh, this is, like, this is a nice little place. I'm like, yeah. Just for the record, I didn't say that when I came yeah, in. you did. <laughs> you might have said it five minutes after you were in here. No, it, it is. It's what's... It's interesting, because I mean, it's a very lived-in, very swan-esque spot. Like, I don't know what I expected. Like, I don't know if I had a... Uh, an idea of what I was going to be walking into when I walked into your home. I didn't, I didn't put that much forethought into really anything I do. You were shocked to see books on a shelf? I mean, the, I, I know why you have them directly in front of the door, is to give the illusion of the fact that you're a cultured individual when you read. In the off chance you ever could find a female that you could bring home to this. Oh, two weeks ago. <laughs> two weeks. I guess a few weeks ago, Jackie was giving me shit. She goes, you're not dating anyone right now, are you? I'm like, what gives you that idea? She goes, I just... Looking around. Just uh, your general general face and demeanor. <laughs> you could be, dude. I mean, this is a, it's lived in. Yeah. I don't, I don't consider this messy. There's a little structure. I need, to, I need to clean it. Organize it better. Like, if I walked in and, like, you had this much shit and it was, like, well-arrayed and, like, clean and organized and, like, really put together, I think you were a sociopath. Like, knowing who you are as a human being. But do you really know who I am as a human being? I mean, as much as I'm really willing to. Buddy, there's more. You want to explore? No, I'm good. The <laughs> house or you as a human being? Me as a human being. No, I'm good. Hard no, 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 you saw everything. Hard balance. <laughs> I've seen everything in the house. There's a bow and arrow over there. There's some stuff for working out, like the bikes rollouts, bikes, a quad maze for working out, three kettlebells. There's some kettlebells over there. Hey, I got a question for you. How much of the Perfect Circle concert do you remember, Slim? All of it. I was yeah? actually awake during it. Were you? Yeah, I uh, just. I'm pretty sure I looked over a handful of times and you were. Uh, I in actually that city. was closing my eyes and just enjoying it. I don't fucking believe that at um, all. As opposed to when I went to Primus and Tool last year. Yeah. This show I was actually cognizant during, and just it's very melodic and easy to. It's easy. To, yeah. Close your eyes and kind of just. Be one with the music. <laughs> I feel that. Okay, I'll let you. I'll let you roll with that answer only because I went to. Um, you went to the show and actually were. I was. I was in the same boat, but no, I went to. Uh, I was also melting into my seat. The, oh my god, dude! That that pen, that pen that homeboy had that was, was dangerous. The one to one with the CBD. I was like melting into that seat, dude. That was there was no way I could have stu- stood up for that show. No, in the state we were in, and I wasn't drinking like I you know. fucking. And then you, I buy so there's a there's a team of us, probably like what six of us, five six, six of us. us. There was six, and we've been partaking in our particular poisons, poisons, um, all day before the the concert. And I had to go to the bar. Well, I didn't have to go to the bar, but I was like, I'll buy a round for everyone since I'm a good human being and I have to... Okay, since I am who I am and I have to buy people's love. So I went to the bar to buy a round of drinks. It's better. And it's as close as we're going to get. And I think I bought seven beers 
No, you I bought had, six. But someone already had a beer or so. You weren't drinking. Oh, that's right. Because I said I'm like five, and you're like, and you and Rach were just like, oh no, no, we want one more. And I'm like, no, there's five of us drinking. Don't pretend like you remember what happened. I do I came remember. came back, you were fucking asleep. I but I handed you I was, a beer. You didn't come I handed, back. Like, I had to hold this you beer. You didn't come back to me asleep. You uh, came back with me. I was right next to you when you ordered them, and I said... I don't remember if that's how that went down. I do remember. <laughs> you were sleepwalking, A. B. But I, you sit down. Swan's been drinking all day. Well, it really wasn't that bad. No, you were. That's, I mean, not, no. that's not what... <laughs> no, you weren't bad. You had just been drinking all day. And I hand you, basically, I handed you a beer. I was holding another one because I don't remember how I that ended was, up with it. That was how it happened. Well, yeah, okay, whatever, Swan. You're right. I'm wrong. Exactly. And you were like, "Oh, just pour that into this one, my half full, twenty like, ounce beer I'm holding." Like they're two different or things. Like three quarter full. Like they're two different beers. And you're like, just straight down the hatch. Fifteen minutes later, Nappy Swan rolls around. <laughs> Just dozing off in the middle of fucking... No. You were you were awake. You were conscious. Allegedly. Like, there, you know, there's still some parts that... But for the most part, when I had my eyes closed, like, the picture that was shared amongst our group of texts... Yeah. yeah. I was awake during that part. I don't believe you. Because if you even look at it, my head's up and erect. There's no way... In you're... that moment, so what I was like... <laughs> Now, sitting next to you and you when I'm like, like this. dipping for <laughs> the head down I had, like I an had, old man at mass who just couldn't handle getting up that early. <laughs> and just, <laughs> our father, son, the Holy Spirit. Every old man can handle getting up that early. That's what they do. That's that's why I'm not getting old. I'm going to die before I'm 40. Life goals. That's you're, what I'm You're under 40? That's That was fucking cold. <laughs> and unnecessary. <laughs> Maybe bald, I'm not gray. No one get you know what? No one can see me. We could have just went through this whole conversation without bringing it up. I know, but then you ended up having to say that. Well, yeah, and you could have just been a friend and justified it. And We're friends. It. I told you this well, is the good. This is the good by lunch. Just well, I'm clearing. I'm clearing it out. That's good. I'm taking some shit with me. <laughs> just gotta figure out what organic oils you have that I need at my house. No CBD. I wish. Jesus, that put me down, man. I was, I was in a good spot. And compared to all of us, I'm the lightest way to, when it comes to that. Yeah. No, you handled yourself well. It wasn't too, too, too aggressive. No, it was just like I said. I was really just fucking. Yeah. No, I did that uh, last night. I went to see. Um, I went to the Echo. Caught. Um, you do go a lot of shows. I tried to. It's. I, I really. I That's really do invite. try to. Um, and it was the Barrows residency at the Echo. But if you get a chance, um, I don't know when, when you put these gonna be things up. A week from tomorrow. Week from tomorrow, so they can catch the last weekend at the Echo of the Barrows residency. Really gnarly stoner rock. Um, very melodic. No vocals. Four piece. Um, really, really fucking solid show. Oh, but right. I same sort of vibe. I have in my head. My eyes closed. Like, everyone there was just eyes closed, just head bobbing up and down. They have, uh, something like that. They have this yoga, you know, like, yoga works down on the Santa Monica Pier. Where they're giving everyone, like, they're doing some, like, it's for some charity. But everyone gets a pair of headphones. And, like, you're just doing yoga at sunset. 
With headphones on? Yeah, like... What kind so of headphones? Could, like, over the ear? Or like, like kind of the silent rave kind of headphones? I don't know. Like, what? You've never heard of one of those? You Is that them. where... Do they broadcast through, yeah. like, a, a headphone? No shit. Yeah. What would that... That'd have to be, like, the weirdest room to walk into and not know what's going on. It's just, like, the muffled sounds of, like, people dancing around and, like, you can barely hear the music coming out like that. That was... There was an episode of Lethal Weapon. Great TV show. Of what? Lethal Weapon. The... Oh, that reboot they did? Uh, God damn it. Normally, I'm not a big fan of reboots. Is it good? I love it. No, I can't be I good. love it. The original's a classic, dude. Mel Gibson. And you know what? I Danny thought, Glover. I thought Damon Wayans as, was going to be the better part of it. I like the guy who plays Murtaugh, be- or who plays Briggs better. Really? Yeah. Dude, I grew up on those films, though. Like, so that's, like, that's nostalgia for me. And they're rebooting everything. Fucking yeah. Baywatch. Have you watched any of that? No, is that out yet? It's out, I think. Is it any good? I hope Because I follow The Rock on, I so on Instagram. I. I, just, I, I fully support everything he does as a human being. So do I. <laughs> <laughs> I can see why you do. Okay. You're the one who got like, me into it. You're the one. Meathead. You're the one who got me to follow him on Instagram. That's not true. It is, because I go, wait, you follow The Rock? And you go, yeah, I fucking love it. I go, ah, all right. Well, I'm glad I got some positive influence on your life. Getting the rock some more followers. <laughs> yeah, at that damn gypsy. Instagram. Don't worry, it's gonna be on there. Yeah, don't don't bother. I say Twitter, but I don't fucking I don't even see the point dude, for Twitter anymore. I don't anymore. know how to fucking use Twitter. Dude. No one does. It's, it's just throwing shit against the wall now. No, but it, it's a marketing platform. Like I used to date a girl back in Michigan who was a social media marketer. Um can I? Well, her, her name was Kate. Amazing fucking human being, um, and she does a lot of social media work. Um, and she was on Twitter religiously, dude. Had like this huge following. Like, How long ago for this company? This was back fucking what is it? Twenty seventeen. Yeah. This was probably back 2012, 2014, somewhere in there. That's when it was still. Now it's just throwing shit against the wall. Like, no one's really paying attention unless you're, like, someone that they're, like, The Rock or you're, like, following. You're, like, oh, I gotta see what... But even, like, Gary V. Do you... You know Gary... Gary V. Do you And he even says... He'll even say, like, Twitter's kind of losing its... Really? Yeah. I never knew how to use it when it was popular. Like... It's like you had a hashtag. Like, it's the same with Instagram, but you were saying something instead of taking a picture. Instagram is picking up on top of it. More people get stuff out of Facebook because Facebook... They'll see more of a interaction with it. Yeah. Like Twitter is just like taking a fucking piece of shit and throwing it against the wall. And then hoping someone else throws another smaller speck of shit next to your shit. No, you're, you're hoping someone smells your shit, shit and goes... shock painting. Oh, that's, that's Dustin's shit. <laughs> Blank. <laughs> exactly. Like, it's just... Meh. Yeah, I never knew how to use it. I don't use Facebook at all either anymore. I, I had deleted. That. I, I had deleted for a long time, and then my friends in Michigan got pissed off because they wanted to know what was going. That's why you deleted it. You didn't want them to know nothing well, was no, going I on. I just fucking trying to hide my existence from everyone, including myself. It's just a lot easier when you don't have your fucking notifications blowing up. They're like, "Hey, I have a kid. You're his uncle. I'm Drunkle Dave. You can be Drunkle Dustin. I do have God, uh, goddaughter." Oh dear! Back in back in Michigan, your Plan B, little nugget, not mine, my home. No, no, no. I'm saying your Plan B. What's my Plan B? 
God, like a godparent, is like if something happens to the parents. So I'm saying, yeah, that's, you're the backup. Well, that's that's the one person in my life who fucking is more reckless than I am. <laughs> that I had like my homeboy I went to college with um, Dustin, great dude. Um, we lived together. We had a. Uh, I used to live at a place called. Are you thinking of a mere version of yourself? Because you said Dustin. No, it's. It's like you took me with the same sort of like condescending ass attitude and just made it horribly rednecky. Um, listening. Yeah, he's. He's Go. a fucking handful, dude. He's good. He's a good, good dude. But we we used to live at this place back in Michigan called the Cabin, um, which was my grandfather and the same. My grandfather is from San Diego. Um, my mother's dad um, owned a small cabin in Michigan, um, same town where I lived in, um, that he would just use when he came back from California to stay in. So when I graduated from high school and I was going to community college, the cabin wasn't too far from the community college I went to. So I just asked him if I could live there if I took care of the took care of the grounds, da 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 da. So basically I had a place rent free um, at 18 years old, 19 years old, um, <laughs> that was unsupervised, tucked back in the woods in this little podunk ass town that I just turned into this fucking party house. And me and my buddies would. It started out, you remember the game Worms? Worms Armageddon for like 64? I do remember that like game. The, hands down, the greatest strategic combat game. I played it on computer, oh, well, but yes, I'm not disagreeing. Yeah, dude, I, I get down on some worms. I play it on my phone, dude. I still, yeah, dude, you can get worms. Uh, I can't remember which one it is, but I play on. You Buddy, you want me it. to hipster bomb you? Well, yeah, drop I it. I played it, but it was before Worms Armageddon. Wait, the pre version on, on the computer. On the computer? Yeah. I played it. I played Worms 64. That was the first time I played it. I played it on the computer. It's a fun fucking game. Yeah, dude. <laughs> but we used to get drunk and in between class and play Worms or play like Mario Kart. Or shit like that, and then they graduated into like having parties, and then it just spiraled out of hand of this whole thing, and just became like this this party house. Ah. It's actually what this tattoo is. It's a commemoration of the party house. Of, of the party house, yeah. Is there a worm on it? No, it's uh, it's this really. Is that also kind of douchey um, old English? Oh, you went over the cross too a little bit. What's that? The not the cross, but like the little banner flag. Oh, this right here in the back? No, I actually put the floral and the vines and shit in the back of it because I wanted to soften it up because I got this when I was drunk and realized how much of a gang tattoo it looked like. It does look like a gang tattoo. Yeah, and I am uh, 5'6", 130 pounds. That's a lie. I'm 120 pounds. And uh, definitely not a gangbanger. Please, Swan, whatever joke you're going to make about my weight, I would love to hear it. What's funny is I've lost 20 pounds. (laughs) And you're still 100 pounds more than me? (laughs) Before, you were half my size. Yeah? Now you're almost half my size. I'm doing the best I can. I How much more do I have to lose to be half your size? Ten pounds. Oh, I could do that. Pull Matt Dan- uh This Matt is the Mar- same weight I was my senior year of high school, and I was wrestling at 112 pounds, and I had to cut like 10, 12, 15 pounds in weight so I could make weight. Yeah. So you were saying you were heavier in high school? I was about the same size. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a small dude. I've never... I grew up, like, super ADHD. Yeah. Like... Like, here, uh, take this pill. This and, pill. And, that's what, and that's what it was. And I was... I imagine I wasn't... 
me living with myself and having to like keep myself in check, I couldn't imagine when I was younger, happier, more spry, and more like troublesome. Troublesome. I couldn't imagine raising me because that I don't like being with me now, and I'm pretty much in charge of my own shit. But so yeah, I was on Ritalin and all this stuff, and I would uh, never. I would take twenty milligrams in the morning, twenty milligrams at lunch, twenty milligrams at night. Um, which now, if I take 20 milligrams of Ritalin, A, I'm usually snorting it, and B, I'm having a fucking great time, but also not eating. Right. And so I think it just carried on. Now I just like, I'll have a smoothie in the morning, religiously, and that's because I have- With Ritalin ground up on it. <laughs> even though I gotta get through my fucking day. <laughs> no, I graduated to Coke. I'm not a child anymore. <laughs> um, but no, I just never- I would always give away my my lunch in high school, um, and my mom hated it. Like, and she knew I gave away because I was never gaining any weight. I was always like in the lower weight percentile. Um, but I don't eat, dude. And yeah. it's just like it's just forced to happen now. Yeah, I don't even I- remember how we got from that point, like where we were to how we got to party this house. Party house, Ritalin. Your size to like, Ritalin. Yeah. But yeah, I blame Ritalin for me being just a little guy. My mom wouldn't let us date. Uh, she said all of us had ADHD growing up. Sure. She's like, me, you, your brother, both have ADD. Yeah. But, like, I was getting good enough grades in high school and, like, middle school that she, they're like, we're not gonna... Sure. They don't, he doesn't need it. In college, I'm, like, falling asleep and shit. And it was also because I wasn't sleeping. But they, uh, I finally, I went to got tested and the guy's like, you obviously have ADHD. He goes, like, I'm talking to you. You're paying attention, but you're also focused on everything else possible. Yeah. I might have played it up a little bit, but... You're like, oh, man, I just need some fucking pills and grind no, up just like, he goes, to college. He's like, you were going out, you were looking out the window, you are paying... Like, he goes, I could tell that you're listening to every word I'm saying, you're processing it all. He goes, but your attention is everywhere. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much what I got going on. And he, he's like, he gave me some non-stimulant version, uh, Stratera or something. A non-what? Non-stimulant version of sounds AD. Sounds awful. So you actually just focus without any of the... No, nah, I didn't, didn't fucking do shit. No? I uh, did that, but then I like started to realize like all my friends who were on stuff, like Ridlin or Adderall or um, like any of those fuckers, I like, look, I'm like, you guys need this to function. Yeah. I'm like, like, you've been on so long that you don't know how to function without it. I'm like, I don't ever want to be, need something to function. Yeah. Like, because I know some friends who are like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I have to, I have to have my Adderall or my, like, I'm like, I can't do shit. I go, you can learn to do it without it. It's just like, here's a bill. <laughs> it's just, well, it just makes it, it, we're, I'm the same way, dude. Like, I haven't, I don't even take, like, fucking... Tylenol or Advil yeah. or, like, I don't, I, and I eat clean. I mean, we're not going to get into all that shit, but I mean, I try and be just as clean as I can in my day-to-day life. Yeah, I mean, outside of just drugs, which somehow get a free pass, like, I won't eat gluten and I'm not going to eat, like, your fucking farm-raised salmon, but you Give put a line of cocaine in from me. Well, what's it cut with? Don't care. Yeah, don't, yeah, don't care, yeah. Fucking, oh, the Molly's cut with heroin? Yeah, perfect. Put it up my nose. <laughs> Yeah, but and I'm in the same way. I always grew up. I didn't want, like, I don't, never want to have anything to be able to function. Yeah, you know. And so, look where that's got me. Fucking well, yeah, sitting here, sitting here talking with you. 
You're welcome. Right, right where I want to be in life. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna leave. We're gonna leave on this one little thing. We had a nice, fun, almost hour conversation. Look at us. This is right. the longest we've ever talked. And that's a lie. City. I mean, yeah. Uh, I got one question before we head out. Yeah. What is your if you're having like a lady friend over? I like to call it the impressive. <laughs> yeah, I know. I said oh, it. This is a heavy. This I wish is I could head. tell you about my Bumble experience. I just I just this canceled my Bumble profile last night because I wrote the dumbest shit. And like this is one of the things where I I was wondering why I didn't have anyone responding to me. On Bumble, and I was starting Did to you get start like saying, this, no, this, "What do you want me to pick you up from Whole Foods?" Please no, say you didn't do dude, it. Dude, it was like I was looking at what I wrote. It was literally, it was asinine. Like if I had seen any, and I'm not even going to repeat it because I'm actually no, no, I want to hear it. No, I'm, I, I will not fucking repeat what I had written. Do you say, "Yo, you want this dick?" I, I might as well. I might as well have just like dangled my just a picture of me with my dick out, just be like, "Hey, come fucking get it," because I have no tact or morals. That's and so true. I deleted my profile in like a stony like haze at like four in the so morning what'd you last say? night. Don't worry about it. You Don't did. worry about what I said. I'm just not in a position where I can be talking to anyone who's a female because I have no fucking clue what I'm doing. Continue your 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 question, please. I want to preface my answer. I like to call it impressive bitch meal. <laughs> like if you're having a lady friend over for the first time and you want to like hey, like impress her with something you're cooking. Like do you have a meal like you your go to? I don't have a go-to meal, um, but I am uh, pretty balls out gnarly in the kitchen. Bullshit. I would pro- no, dude. I can I can throw it out in the kitchen. I can I will give myself that. Um, plus, it's going to be organic and gluten free and clean as fuck. And if you can explain that, you just sound like what's that white powder on top? Don't worry. don't worry about <laughs> it. But you are going to love this dish <laughs> and not feel anything for like three hours. Um, I would do. I usually cook a pescatarian meal because. Fish is usually safe, and if we haven't gotten to the point where I know any dietary restrictions, and just, I don't fish know Fish usually what. covers it. Fish is something easy you can pull out, because you can just cook fish on the side, and then you can have, like, but it'd be, it'll be a rice, rice dish with some veggies or some sauce, some, something tossed in it, um, just a clean veggie on the side, broccolini, squash, um, something like that, and then, um, probably a fish, um... More than likely, some white sauce. Alaskan, Alaskan wild caught salmon. Buddy, that's similar to mine. What's that? That's a, very similar to mine. Is it? I like to. Mine is. Well, now I have to revamp everything I'm doing in my fucking life. You're welcome. Almond crusted <laughs> salmon over Ooh. a bed of rice with some asparagus spears. Look at you, almond crusted salmon. Almond encrusted salmon. See, I don't bother putting that much effort. I, I, my mom bought me this little vacuum sealer thing. Mine uh, doesn't work. Uh, no? No. You have to figure out how to use it because I fucked up like probably about $30 worth of salmon by not sealing it right and then putting it in the back of the fridge and forgetting it existed and just having it go bad. But I found out how to actually use the vacuum sealer and that's pretty much all I do. Is, yeah, I'll try and lock in some flavor that way. But the one thing is also like in it, like just anywhere now, if someone has any dietary restrictions that aren't like, because mine sometimes are like no carbs. Sure. Like today we had them on the tortilla wrap, but uh, I don't know why I keep calling it tortilla wrap. Just a tortilla. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we wrapped it. You rewrapped right. it around the the food we were eating. Well, when I was looking for them earlier at the grocery store, I was like, "Hey, where do the where are the tortilla wraps?" Like tortilla wrap. I mean, just tortilla. I don't know why I said that <laughs> shit. <laughs> it's like a tie off. Um, 
Like, it's, I can figure out, like, oh, see the menu. Like, I'm more conscious of the ingredients and stuff right now for when I'm going out to eat. But, like, if somebody's vegetarian, they let you know they're vegetarian. Oh, yeah. Off of that. Yeah. My if they're is- vegan... They, you don't even have to have a conversation with them. They'll start telling you. Oh, yeah. They'll let you know right off the bat, dude. Hey, stranger. A- vegan. Proud of me, aren't you? Yeah. We, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's interesting because I when I worked at the, the – um, back in Michigan, I worked for that um, – That Whole Foods. The, like, the food delivery company. Yeah. Um, all organic and shit like that. Um, and so I'm so used to like being in that world of just like the dietary restrictions of people who are just like really on top of it that – that I didn't realize how much of a dickhead hipster I sounded like when I started talking about the food I eat and my my dietary restrictions because I was so used to being in that world. Yeah. And then moved out here and I was like, oh, everyone does that and it's like really socially acceptable out here. I still hate and it then, when I'm at a restaurant and I have to be like, hey, is there a way I can Yeah, oh you still all kind of feel like a dickhead. Like well, And like and as a yeah. sir like I work at a restaurant, we definitely judge you. Like and especially when you're like it's usually how someone says it, though. If they say it, if they ask humbly. Yeah. If they're like, hey, like, I'm It's the scowl they do after when you tell them, like, oh, we don't have a ton of, like, really decent vegan options. Like, you know, you guys should really just catch up and just get with the the movement. Well, that's one of those ones that you're going to have a problem with no matter what. Yeah. Like, gluten-free. Like, I worked at a restaurant, I think I've told you about it before, that had a bakery in the back. Uh-huh. Somebody's like, do you guys have anything gluten-free? I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't like actually guarantee anything's gluten-free because we have a bakery in the back. Well, gluten-free versus celiac is they're they're two different animals. Well, they that's no, and I go, I'm like, well, how like gluten intolerant are you? She's that's so inconsiderate. You guys can't do gluten-free here. I'm like, I'm sorry, there's a bakery in the back. Like, yeah, there's, there's, there's we're hand-making. I'm allergic to penicillin. I just have to wrap it before I go in. Yeah. <laughs> No, there's, I, I get that, though, with the – because we do the fresh pizzas and shit at my work, and right. so we can't account for anything because there's pizza dough and pizza – like, they're hand-making the pizza crust. So it's like that dough, that flour is everywhere, dude. Yeah. But for the most part, yeah. Like, there's some people who are allergic to peanuts that can't even be in a room with a peanut. Yeah. Like – wouldn't that suck, dude? Like, peanuts could kill you? Dude, like, that's, if that's your kryptonite? I threw a scoop of peanut butter in my shake this morning. Look Delicious. At Look at you. See, I couldn't even be in a room right now if you had done that. Yeah, you could. I'd try. It's me. You can always be in that room. Well, i try. All right, you guys. Hey, say thanks to Dustin. Any shows you're going to go see in the near future? Burroughs? Barrows? Barrows was, uh, they're playing the Echo the next two Sundays. Um, I don't think I have anything lined up on the docket right now, man. But I make uh, make the shows like Satellite, Echo, Bootleg. Moose Den. Um, Moose Den I don't go to for music. Uh, it's a little bit of a hike for me. But Monday nights in L.A., uh, there's always residencies, always free shows. Definitely worth checking out. Too true. All right. Thanks, Dustin. Thank you, sweetheart. Thank you all. Ta-ta.